Hey beautiful souls, you're very welcome to this podcast on surviving narcissists. You're with myself, Hazel Halley. And today on this episode, I am joined by my beautiful soul queen, Casey. Hi, beautiful souls. <laughs> I can't pronounce it, I never really can. Uh, Crystal's queen. Um, Her and I have both experienced these relationships and feel we can help other beautiful souls that may have gone through or are even going through the same thing. Casey is attuned to Reiki and is an oracle and tarot reader. She does have a podcast, Serafina Radio on Anchor. That is S-E-R-A-P-H-I-N-A. She also has a YouTube, Serafina Guidance 777. And her Instagram is Serafina Healing 777. She has recently also shared her story, Beautiful Souls. What a powerful story. So please be sure to go and check her out. Thank you. Also, if you are not fully familiar or aware that you are dealing with a narcissist, you can check my podcast out on narcissists. And myself and beautiful soul queen will explain a bit more about that now. So before we get stuck into tonight's episode, I do just want to say that we all have the potential to be a narcissist. It is a choice to be selfish and manipulative, but we choose not to. We choose self-love and to raise others up to. So at the end, myself and beautiful soul queen, we will be calling on Archangel Michael to cut some cords and call back our power with some affirmations. I will share a little bit of light language also to clear after the heaviness. <laughs> and my beautiful soul queen Casey will set the intention and do some distant Reiki. So, beautiful soul queen, let's get stuck into this. <laughs> let's get into experiences. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, for the beautiful souls that aren't... <laughs> Sorry about that, beautiful souls. Just figures that a siren would be going by when we are <laughs> getting stuck into a topic like this. Especially when we're talking about the red flags on the warning signs and then you hear a siren like, danger, danger. (laughs) (laughs) That was our our spirit guides and ancestors just backing us up there. (laughs) 
I think that was um, them telling us to call upon them as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, actually, before we get stuck in, maybe we should call upon Archangel Michael, Raphael, Zadfakel, and then Casey is going to call upon the Masters of um, Reiki, past, present and future, the Ascendant Masters, our spirit guides and ancestors to be with us through this topic. Mm-hmm. Let me just give it a moment and welcome these energies. For you to be present with us, we thank you for being here and gracing this podcast with your love, light and energy and everything that we talk about, please transmute to love and light. Thank mm-hmm. you. Love you. Thank you. Hmm. So thank you for doing that. So we can have a nice <sighs> safe environment <laughs> to transmute anything that is going to be talked about. So we'll start off with what is a narcissist queen, just in case, because as we know, especially when we are in these types of relationships, we don't know what a narcissist is. <laughs> Definitely. Unfortunately, um, there's so many different types which we will later go into. But um, simply put, a narcissist is someone who has little to no empathy, manipulates others, gaslights. Um, for all everyone that doesn't know what gaslighting is, um, they make you doubt their your reality basically. So that could be the person who's actually experiencing the narcissistic abuse but it could also be the friends of the family of um the person going through this i don't want to say victim because i don't actually like that word it feels like a um low frequency sort of mm-hmm. yeah we we'd rather yeah we'd yeah. rather replace that word with survivor yeah yeah because it's not um like we're not victims, we're survivors. Mm-hmm. Definitely, <laughs> um, it's another way of calling back your power, isn't it, Queen? Definitely, and that is so so um, beneficial and important, especially when going through this journey with narcissistic abuse. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, going through your journey, because that's one thing we both learned the hard way, may I add, <laughs> that it's calling back your power. Um, <laughs> definitely. Um a narcissist will lie incessantly they believe their own lies as well uh, they make <laughs> out your emotions and then call you crazy again another control tactic they rage for absolutely no reason but you end up apologizing um, it can be a parent a friend a brother a sister a boss or a spouse in the terms of a romantic relationship in the beginning they love bomb you into believing they are your prince or princess charming then they slowly start to abuse you to have you believe you are insane it is all to control you they will isolate you from your family and friends you will leave the relationship someone you weren't and you will appear confused unable to make your own decisions depressed anxious and with complex post-traumatic stress disorder or ptsd for short It is, it's quite serious and I also love the way that you mentioned it's not just a romantic relationship, it can be any of the above of what you named. Um, I feel sometimes when we think of narcissists, sometimes we tend to think of a romantic relationship straight away when it can be these other characters and types also. 
I think it's easier sometimes to believe that it's only in romantic relationships mm-hmm. because you don't want to think of like your parent or your friend or your brother, your sister, your boss, whatever it is, whoever it is, sorry. Um, you don't want to believe that they could be that type of a person. But um, just a little bit about me. I know I've shared my story, but again, with this topic, I've had narcissistic abuse in all ways. Like I've had a parent, I've had a boss, I've had friends, I've had um, romantic partners be narcissists as well. So um, I know the different ranges as you do too, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, <laughs> I didn't want to speak for you. That's why I'm saying I, I, I'm sure so you can say. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. And as empaths, starseeds, lightwalkers, it is really, really important to set healthy boundaries, know your self-worth and call back your power because these types of people are just wrong to us and because we are so sensitive to see the light in everyone and so compassionate and sometimes that can blind us as well um, the proverbial like moth to the flame because empaths and starseeds are we are light everybody has that light in them but again a narcissist one thing that i um, was told that ultimately was a like crime breaker um, we always feel like we need the narcissist but actually it's the other way around they spot mm-hmm. us and see how strong and light we are and they want to break that down yeah. so it's actually them that needs us it's not the other way around but again it's part of their tactic to make you feel like we're the ones that need them how many times have we heard like you'd be nothing without me oh you definitely know? definitely mm-hmm. and if you are in a relationship with one of these individuals types of people um, and they are filling your head and breaking you down after a while you do start to believe what they are polluting your mind with because as my beautiful soul queen mentioned it is another tactic that they use to gain control mm-hmm. Um. Queen, what would you say would be the signs of a dangerous relationship? Oh, there's quite a few to name, but um, <laughs> <laughs> we'll just go right in. So, yeah. um, I'm going to see, yeah, signs of a dangerous relationship. So we're going to go from the beginning. Um, right. At the start, uh, intensity is a sign. Pathological people are very intense in the beginning. They call and text often. They compliment and love bomb. They want to seal the deal as soon as possible. They will go out of their way to make your friends and family like them and make a good impression. They will go to extraordinary lengths to win you over. And they want all of this to happen fast because the quicker that they can get a hold of you, shall we say, the quicker mm-hmm. then they can start to feed their own agenda. The next sign is isolation. This is a common tactic of abusers. They want you to be dependent on them and they don't want outside forces to influence you in any way. Then comes criticism. Once they see that you have fallen for the love bombing, they start the devalue stage. 
this is when they start to criticize your appearance, how you function and everything about you. When they see you are getting upset, they revert back to being nice again. They continue the cycle of going back and forth between being cruel and being nice in order to get you addicted to them and create what we call a trauma bond. Um, mm -hmm. For the cycle, um, well, I can't remember what that is actually called, but um, it goes in stages of like three months. So you have like the honeymoon period where everything yeah. is nice. They take you out, they buy you flowers. As I said, they love bon you. Then yeah. um, comes the criticism stage where everything is about like it's your fault and they rage and then whenever you want to break away uh, they sort of like go back again into the honeymoon period where like you know oh I'm sorry I didn't mean it yeah I, I love you <laughs> oh I love you so much I can't do this without you <laughs> and then boom you're back and you're like going with what <laughs> how did and I end up back here I know um, um, I know Sorry, I just wanted to mention, Queen, see the way you said the trauma bond that mm -hmm. is also included in the sex with narcissists, what I'll go into later on. So that's funny, the link between the sex tactic and the one that you just mentioned there too. Mm -hmm. Sorry, go go on, Queen. No, 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 no. I just love the fact that it's all interweaved and I'm actually yeah. thankful that you're bringing up about the sex because as we know, um, sex is meant to be loving and intimate and not even that is safe from narcissistic abuse. Yeah. Um, another sign is jealousy. They have oh, trust God. issues and they <laughs> so accuse you green, of cheating. Yeah. No, I know. <laughs> Because you're like, oh, oh yeah, that's a big one for them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorry, um, go, go oh, ahead. Kira, stop saying sorry. It's all good. Oh yeah, sorry. See, this is yeah. how long am I away from? Well, actually, no, I'm not away from narcissistic. Well, from the abusive relationship, the forced one that I mentioned in my story, I'm away from that probably eleven years, and I'm still walking on stopping apologizing because of that relationship of because walking on eggshells and apologizing all the time <laughs> exactly there you go the criticism it's always fault. <clears throat> and it's yeah. like this is the thing it's like um mentioning before about um everything else that you're healing from no matter how amount of time has passed it's still embedded in us because of our dna it's embedded there Definitely. And that's why calling back your power is quite a big part of it because um, the more you reclaim your power, the more you're actually stripping um, their like, hooks and their tethers and stuff. But even then, um, Irish people, <laughs> for example, very, very quick to say sorry. I mean, like you bump into someone in the street, sorry, sorry about that. I suppose like, I forgot about that. Yeah, it is kind of a culture thing as well. It is an Irish thing to say sorry. I suppose that goes back to the religion and mm. the control that the Catholic Church had and still kind of does over this country. Yeah. But maybe that's actually a topic for another podcast as well, Queen. Yeah, because um, even though the fundamentals of religion is so beautiful, um, like Jesus being a center master, 
Mother Mary mm-hmm. is a very big spirit guide for me as well on source. Um, you'll you do find that uh, religion both types where there's Protestantism or Catholicism is very much a control for factor for. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> where was I going with that? Because they all took from the mythology in any way and just twisted it into what they wanted to share and use, as you said, for control. Um, I'll tell you something as well. As I said in my story earlier, the worst um, narcissistic relationship that I've ever been in, he was part of the black. I didn't say this in the, I mentioned this relationship, but in my story, but I didn't mention, uh, didn't, sorry. He was part of the Royal Black Institute, which is um, basically, do you know the way you have the Orange Order mm-hmm. and stuff yeah. like that? This, um, I don't want to say brand, but this um, group were meant to be higher up than the Orange Order. They're meant to be more spiritual and more revered. They yeah. um, built on Masonic, the Masonic oh, really? Lodge, basically. So for someone who was meant to be Christian and so spiritual, he ended up being the worst narcissist that I've ever had to deal with. I almost um, lost who I was to him. And that's just what I mean by religion. Like Christians, how many Christians have you seen that are very, very narcissistic in type because they don't care about um, their fellow, their neighbor, as it says in the commandments, they only care about their relationship with God because they're only caring about getting into heaven. So many Christians yeah. are like that, you know. Um, I wanted to touch on that as well. Um, as you said, there the Christians, the Catholics, how many priests and nuns mm-hmm. have sexually abused women? For any beautiful souls that listen to this podcast and you are not Irish, I would say check out a film called The Magdalene Sisters. Yeah, <laughs> definitely check that film out. And there's another one. What was the one with the Christian Brothers Queen? A song for a raggy boy, is it? Yeah, yeah. A song for a raggy boy. I will give a warning. They are really harsh, but that mm-hmm. will just give you an idea of where me and my beautiful soul queen are coming from here with what we are saying. But Queen, I definitely think that we should keep do another podcast yeah, on yeah. that. I didn't realise that there was so much we could go into there. So I know. I'm going <laughs> to jot that down and um, and we'll do that. So sorry, where were we there, Queen? The dangerous relationship. And um, we were in the jealousy. jealousy. Apologies <laughs> for going in depth in their beautiful souls, but again, yeah. it's all interlinked. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So yes, with jealousy, they have trust issues and they may accuse you of cheating, flirting or anything else that is threatening to them. They have bouts of anger and unreasonable demands about having other relationships outside your relationship with them. Even if it is with the same sex friends or loved ones, they want all of your attention. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, definitely yep. cut you off from everyone, mm-hmm. from any outside sources. So that they can have control and dominion. I would I would actually call it dominion because that's what it is. It's like owning every part of you. Every aspect, I know. Every aspect. 
And like, again, going back to um, the isolation, they don't want anyone else to influence you. So if they isolate you and like cut off about, you know, like you say you're go- you're meant to meet your family for dinner, they'll come with you because they don't want um, the family to be like, there's a problem here or something like that. They want to be like, oh, no, everything's fine. They put up a front. Yeah, and Queen as well, I found as well that they actually turn your friends and family against you too. Mm-hmm. So that, that way it's easier for them to isolate you. Definitely. <laughs> it's just like, yeah. oh, this, she's crazy or he's crazy, you know, like I can't, like they'll, they do what we call projection. They'll project like what they're doing to you as in you're doing that to them. So that they get the sympathy because again it's more it's more nourishment for them it's more they're feeding off everyone in every possible way mm-hmm. yeah that they they don't care where the attention is coming from once they're getting attention exactly now yeah the more the better for them unfortunately um what would you say as well beautiful queen would be some characteristics of a toxic person um there again has so many but uh, <laughs> and they can't take criticism of any kind they never admit to being wrong they play mind games they're extremely manipulative they always have to win they're self-serving and selfish they have a tendency to lie they love drama they can't be trusted they expect blind loyalty, but is not loyal. That's a very, very important one. Mm-hmm. Um, twist everything you say to benefit them. They will not take no for an answer. They lack healthy boundaries. They are punish. punish? What? I can't even read <laughs> my own writing, but yes. Um, they yeah, stonewall or give you the silent treatment. They are a bully. They expect yeah. favorable treatment, i.e., entitlement, um, envious and jealous, neglectful, and uses finances to manipulate. Yeah. So, those are just a few characteristics of a toxic person. Again, the list goes on and on and on. Definitely. And definitely some red flags there as well. Mm-hmm. For anybody that may be in a relationship like this or ever comes across a person like this it is a red flag for you to not try and not get into that because the more time these have the more control they gain the more they break you down yeah what would you say some ways is to protect yourself against narcissistic abuse beautiful queen Thank you, beautiful queen. That's a very, very good question. Um, the first one would be education. Mm-hmm. Know your red flags, as we have been saying. Um, yeah. Understand the patho- pathology and take your time when getting to know someone new. Um, establish healthy boundaries. Have a healthy protective boundary and standard for the way you want to be treated and stick to them. Uh, know what your deal breakers are. So don't let... Um, the confusion from cognitive dis- 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 yeah, like dissonance like to yeah. anyone's bad behaviours. Know what you absolutely cannot tolerate or accept and stick to it. 
Um, the very, very important one would be heal past traumas. Mm-hmm. It is important to work on overcoming unresolved issues from your past. Sometimes past issues from our upbringing or other diff- difficult experiences can influence our decisions and the way we mm-hmm. conduct ourselves in present relationships and extreme self-care and self-love, which again is so important. Nurture and work on your self-esteem and confidence and get comfortable with being alone and create a life you love so you will never settle for a person or situation that is not good for you. Amazing queen. (laughs) They are amazing ways to protect yourself. I especially love the self-love and the Mm -hmm. self-worth part and walking on our trauma also because that has so much to do with what we settle for and Mm -hmm. where we set standards (coughs) excuse me and what we think is okay yeah definitely I mean it's not until recent like this year mainly that I've actually um like my journey to self-love started in 2017 but this year was really like the one where it was like right I'm healing everything and I'm loving myself and I and then after that it was like nah I don't accept this <laughs> yeah yeah definitely queen <clears throat> because um I've realized as well as I am going to share in the second part of my story you have to know yourself worth know yourself love be comfortable with who you are and with your company and know your boundaries and your standards because your self-worth is worth more than anything because then anybody that you accept into your life needs to be adding to it because you already are fully comfortable with where you are and who you are so then the relationship will be fully in alignment you won't be settling for less there won't be incompatibility because you're going to be your true authentic self once you start as you said thank you again for um sharing your story and sharing the next part as well i cannot wait to listen to it you <laughs> amaze me thank you beautiful soul for sharing yours i'm so so happy that you finally shared it and as you said the strength and power and healing from doing that is amazing we would recommend and encourage any other of you beautiful souls to speak your truth and share your story you never know who you're inspiring but you are also healing yourself exactly and it's another step in reclaiming your power Power. I mean, if it wasn't for you um, setting the stage and sharing your story first, then like I wouldn't have felt so comfortable in doing it too. And again, like with your encouragement and my own soul and Cosmic Love Team, it was just like, I can't hide from this anymore. I have to do it because again, it's important. You name it, you claim it. Exactly, exactly. Mm -hmm. And then in order to know yourself is in order to accept what has happened and where you came from and is actually just this week that like Thursday I think it was I sit and reflecting and being like I'm in a completely different place than I was last year 
than I was two years, three years ago. And it's like, wow. <laughs> yeah, definitely, Queen. And thank you for them kind words, I think, as well. That's another thing that we work on when we recover and call back our power from these relationships is accepting not kind words because we're so used to abuse. Like, <laughs> we're, ha- we're having um like a compliment given to us, but it's like there's something else that is like to be given, if you know what I mean, or it's a backhand of comment. So, you know, yeah, as you're saying about the abuse, it's like, oh, you're beautiful, but they're expecting something mm-hmm. back. Or it's a way yeah. to keep you hooked. It's like, where's the so second it, part? I'm beautiful, yeah. but... <laughs> it's not even just that. You're like, whenever you get um kind words or a compliment, you're like, oh, no, it's, it's what fine. What do I um, do with this? Yeah. You have to give back instantly. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Like, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't just, you can't just accept it. It's like, right, well, I have to give you back one. Yeah, actually, Queen, that's another thing that um I suppose everybody comes to terms with as well when they um leave one of these kind of relationships mm-hmm. um amazing amazing queen and thank you again for sharing your story um as we were saying there why would you say like it takes longer to heal from these relationships with narcissistic individuals it takes a little longer to heal from these type of relationships because of all the betrayal, lies and inconsistency. They leave us with major trust issues. Mm-hmm. There is no closure, at least none that makes any sense. Um, because like they just sort of disappear on your left to pick up the pieces alone. Yes. Um, you never get an apology. You never get like any sort of acknowledgement of the hurt mm-hmm. that's been caused. Yes. Um whether they abandoned us emotionally or physically, um, they bring up every primal fear of abandonment we have. Mm-hmm. Um, there is so much sadness from losing our innocence. This is probably one of the ones that um, took me a long time to heal from because we are so innocent. Um, as like, especially whenever you're used to having this sort of abuse from a ch- from childhood. Because mm-hmm. obviously children are so innocent. So when mm-hmm. you realize this has happened, like you lose that and you oh realize that the boogie man or woman does exist and the yeah. world will never look the same. Definitely, Queen. And I'm just exactly the same as with my first with that abusive relationship. I remember I finally came to terms with telling about the sexual abuse that I went through when I was a kid and it got used against me mm. you know and it was like oh my god as you were saying it took me a good while as well to heal from that one because the innocence is involved and that's one thing that like I never I still don't understand to this day it's like how can you look at a child and be like right this is going to happen if you know what I mean, and it's a, so whenever it's used against you, that then again, you don't have like you already have trust issues, and then it's used yeah. against you, and then you have even more trust issues because you're like, well, the person that is meant to, you know, safeguard me here or whatever, or be on yeah. my side isn't, and then you're just like, well, <laughs> I might as well just like shut up and not say anything and just deny it happened or carry that around with you like for yeah. your whole life. Yeah. 
but we do know that we can release that and as you were saying beautiful queen our past is our past it was part of our story it is not our present it is not our now and it's not who we are no um could you name types of narcissists queen because there are a couple of different types there are i only have a couple of examples but there are so yeah. many more definitely but... yeah sure the beautiful souls can do more research and if they want as ever we try and keep it broke down <laughs> <laughs> so we have what you call toxic narcissists and um, mm-hmm. these type of um, narcissists continually cause drama in other people's lives at the very least and causes pain and destruction at the very worst. So imagine that friend that constantly demands your time and then whenever you don't give it to them, they um, do something to lash out and then they're like, oh, you know, I'm sorry. It's just, you know, such and such. So that again is the characteristic of a toxic person slash narcissist. Then you have the psychopathic narcissist. A psychopath is an unstable, aggressive person and these traits show up in the psychopathic narcissist, which is a type of toxic narcissist who will often be violent and show no remorse for the behavior. So this is the type of behavior of a serial killer, yeah, essentially. Yeah. Um, then you have a closet narcissist. This is one who doesn't inflict their person, sorry, personality upon others or society, but firmly believes in the characteristics of narcissism. This includes feeling entitled, constantly needing other people to admire them, being preoccupied with success, being jealous of other people and lacking empathy for others. We have the exhibitionist narcissist, which we all know, like we all know these types of um, narcissists, but this one especially. Uh, This is the narcissist who lets everyone around them know that they are narcissistic. (laughs) this person takes advantage of other people and is often haughty and arrogant they're also blatant about their self-centered behavior and they need to be in the spotlight and is uncomfortable when not like i have known a few people that are like oh yeah um i'm narcissistic like do you want to know why i have so many mirrors in my house because i'm a narcissistic yeah (laughs) so (laughs) (laughs) yeah and then the last type of narcissist that I have for us is a bullying narcissist. So this type of narcissist combines bullying and self-absorption. They build themselves up by trashing other people. They are fixated on winning and will mock or threaten others to get their way. And they get joy from m- making other people feel bad, small or unworthy. Um, um, another type that I want to, well, too, there's the overt and covert narcissist. Mm-hmm. The overt is one that you can see, basically, like the type of an exist, uh, exhibit, exhibit. Oh, uh, yeah, that one. Yeah. The one that's like I'm a narcissist, and then a covert narcissist is one that you don't see. Like you do not know what is happening until it is too late. Basically, that's the one yeah. where you're like, they seem nice, but I just feel off about them. You know, it's one of those yeah. ones. Covert are one of the most deadliest narcissists to deal with. Yeah, they they act all nice at the start, mm. and then as the time goes on, and nice to everybody around them, but then you see their true colours. 
pretty and much. And true narcissism. Yeah, definitely. Um, that's the types of narcissists that I have for you today. <laughs> <laughs> that That's amazing, Queen. Um, we're after covering, covering a lot of ground there. Um, I will go in now in a second with the sex with narcissists. Um, we will be back now in two seconds, beautiful soul. <laughs> and we're back, beautiful souls. Um, we do just want to say we know this is heavy. Yeah, it's very, very heavy. And um, <laughs> oh, goodness gracious me. Sorry, just still exhaling the energy. Um, we like to keep it real, as you know, on Hazel Halite Halite's <laughs> um, channel. We do keep it real and we yeah. just want to say thank you for um, listening and bearing with us. It is a very, sen- very sensitive and very important topic and we didn't want, like, we never sh- sugarcoated anyway. But um, again, thank you for <laughs> bearing with us and um, all the beautiful cosmic and angelic forces that are with us for transmuting this energy it is such a serious topic and yeah we just felt it was necessary to delve into it except um the religion part kind of snuck up on us but um, (laughs) we we understand the reason for that um, we will be going into that in another podcast definitely because we feel it's coming up for a reason um and definitely stick around for the end for the clearing afterwards for this podcast i will just do a tiny little bit of light language to just lighten things up because me and beautiful soul queen are feeling this quite heavily at the moment yeah because um coming from our experiences we even and when we took a quick break there we even said like we were transported back into those feelings and situations and we understand that that will be happening for you as well which is why the clearing is so important but again I honour you and your experiences Queen and also our audience thank you so much for being here and for working through this and if you are in these situations and are realising the gravity of it and we send you all the healing energy and love and light there is to assist you with this also if any of you need um extra help or want to talk about it even more and hazel halite and casey coonside are here for you so just reach out and talk because that is one of the biggest important parts of healing is talking about it and we are here for you you are amazing and you are love and light. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Queen, for saying that. <laughs> it's so important because it is so hard and then it is so powerful and liberating when you do get away. Mm-hmm. So Good. I'll just do a little tiny bit of light language and then we'll go into sex with narcissists. Yeah. 
Whew, right, that lightened up things a tiny bit. <laughs> yeah, it actually felt that tingle all over my body. Thank you. I love it when you do the light language. I look forward to it. It's like, oh. And then at the same time, in my head, I'm hearing like my own version. It's just yeah. like, oh. it, that's what's so great about the light language as well. It, it re- touches each person. They receive exactly what they need from it. It's just Very so lovely. But the light yeah. language is the vocal point of Reiki. Mm-hmm. It feels, you know what I mean, because Reiki is the subtle energy of the universe, and your body takes it and heals it. Where the light language, it touches like and ignites like your soul and your heart. It's so beautiful. I love it. <laughs> Definitely, yeah. It works on the cellular level and rewiring the DNA. It's it's definitely I think that the Reiki and the light language are like interlinked. I'm finding mm. this coming up a lot lately, beautiful queen. Mm. But um, I will dive into sex with narcissists. Yep. So that we can understand this a little bit at a deeper level. So as we know, we know how insecure these types of people are. Mm. We know how manipulative and controlling they are. They use sex as a tool of manipulation to control and affirm their superiority and their greatness to others and themselves. They know they can use this and they always know that they'll be sure to get attention, pleasure, domination, power, praise, worship. I could go on with the gratification. list. <laughs> gratification popped into my mind as well. Yeah, gratification. Um, they like to think and might even have said on the best you have ever had mm. even asking you to rate the experience as if it's like some sort of questionnaire <laughs> yeah as if like what <laughs> on a scale of one, one to ten one to ten yeah was it yeah <laughs> Well, exactly, as always, we know like that they're not looking for honesty. <laughs> no, because they're narcissists. No, they just want <laughs> flattery and praise. And if you dare criticize them, they will definitely make you pay for this in many forms. Mm-hmm. As we know, no matter how much you give to these energy vampires, they will just keep taking, taking, and taking. It's never enough. It's really like a bottomless pit. Yeah. This is why you feel so empty and alone afterwards. Even if by chance you found it intense, uplifting, exciting at the time or in the moment. As you were saying, beautiful queen, they use this as a bonding tool. As we know, sex can leave us in a trance state. And this is when 
they take control of your energy and your attention. Um, they also use a thing called the bait and switch technique. Mm -hmm. So this happens when you are intimate and you're focusing your energy. And they usually amplify the intensity and then they'll quickly withdraw to see how invested you are. And are you giving them all the attention that they require as a narcissist? So this can make you feel even more empty. And because of the manipulation, make you want more. And also because of the endorphins and serotons that produces after you have sex. It is also a way to numb out the pain. Mm -hmm. And this is when they start using the power over you, making demands. And it can also become an obsession or it can become an addiction because of the numbing. You want to just numb out what's happening. Not only that, but the only time you feel that you're getting any form of attention Obsession. is when you're intimate. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So I do want to go into more of that because there is a lot more that they do as well mm -hmm. as regards to sex. But um, I do also want to say if you are a woman in particular, we do know males can suffer from narcissistic abuse as well. So this is for males, but this in particular, what I'm going to mention is for a woman, because as women, we do carry all trauma in our womb. Yeah. So I would recommend a yoni steam to help in clearing some of this trauma. If you are not familiar with that, you can check out my podcast on yoni steams or check out YouTube there's plenty of information up there on it mm -hmm. and I also want to just do the affirmation first for calling back our power and then my beautiful soul queen can do her really powerful one that she came up with and we are also actually going to call on the angels that work with the violet flame of transmutation and ask it to be placed around our energy fields, starting from our earth star chakra below our feet and walking its way up through our chakra system, up to our cellular gateway and around our auric fields. Just feeling this violet flame of transmutation. So I call back my power. May all the lost fragments come back to me now. Anywhere I have given my power away or had it taken from me, I call back now. 
And before we call on Archangel Michael, I'll let beautiful soul queen do horse. Sorry, I just want to say, and so it is, and so it is, and so it is. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Sorry, Queen. <laughs> that was beautiful. I felt that energy. Um, I feel so much better now that the angels of the Violet so theme. So do I, Queen. Oh, my God. I can feel the energy going away, definitely. And I'm actually doing um, kind of like symbols here with my hands, like light language symbols. And I feel like it's just clearing the energy as well. I've just actually activated the Reiki symbols as well. So <laughs> <laughs> that's probably what I'm feeling. <laughs> Go for a sorry green. You're okay. I've activated the Reiki symbols and I call upon sources love and light, the golden light of source, to shine down from the cosmos in through our crown chakra, our third eye chakra, our throat chakra heart chakra, solar plexus chakra, sacral chakra, root chakra, and down through our legs and through the roots, going down, down, down into the crystalline grid and connecting with Gaia, Mother Earth energy, and flushing all heaviness, all energy, all stuck energy in our bodies for this affirmation so that we are energized and our light body is now free from all the toxicity i call back my power all soul fragments through this lifetime and others to complete my soul and honor the divinity that i am i am powerful i am love i am light i am whole and I am healed in the name of love and light and source. So be it, so it is, so it is, and so it is. Thank you. Amazing, Queen. That was really powerful. Thank Ooh. you. Thank you <laughs> I'm feeling the energy now. Oh my God, thank, thank God we're clearing this. Uh, <laughs> we will call on Archangel Michael now, Queen. Yep. Yeah, to cut some cords. So, Archangel Michael, we call upon you now. Welcome. Please cut with your sword of light any and all negative cords, threads, hooks, attachments, and overlays now. I call upon Archangel Raphael to be with us and Archangel Michael to infuse the spaces where these cords, hooks, threads, untethers, any attachments right. that have been cut, um, please. We, ha we have to, sorry, Queen, we have to um, pull the roots out. Yeah. We pull the roots out of any cords that Archangel Michael is after cutting. And we'll throw the roots into the violet flame of transmutation. Fuck them things in there. <laughs> <laughs> just, just fuck it in there. Throw it in the fucking pot. <laughs> Rip them out. <laughs> yeah. Ripping them out. Claiming the power. And yeah. I'll infuse mm -hmm. the spaces with your emerald green light and love and healing. 
Oh, yeah. It's God, so good to sound fucking... nice. <laughs> I know. <laughs> we could oh, have that... said, please pull the right side, but no, we have to fuck the mic. Like, it's no, just like, to... yeah. <laughs> Given how intense and heavy this podcast is, we'll just keep it real as we're after being all along. So, <laughs> exactly. Um, I'm just going to set the intention for the light language and it'll be just to call back any power and clear and realign the chakras really really focusing on your sacral and solar plexus and heart and I aid your intention with the Reiki energy that I am channeling now to you and to us all. was nice oh it went kind of it went first for the sacral then the solar plexus then the heart and then it done like clearing realigning and calling back the power i feel that i have i have like what i've called like a angel high before it's like (laughs) a cosmic high it's just like you feel that like blissful light and healed and aligned that you're just like ah, which is like so I, I love the fact that whenever you do the light language and we do Reiki and stuff it's like we feel it so mm-hmm. that like others know that it, it works if you know what I mean it's just like oh definitely ah. that that's the great thing about the light language and the Reiki because it's coming from a cosmic frequency there mm-hmm. is no way that your body and your soul can deny it. your ego will definitely try and deny it and criticize it but your body can feel it and then you can't (laughs) deny it you know but that was just amazing oh my god thank you so much beautiful queen for joining me and for sharing with this experience (laughs) with this topic thank you as well i mean it's one thing like you doing it 
on meeting it, but when we get together, it's like the I'm so thankful and grateful. Uh, yeah, and the energy support. is amplified and mm-hmm. infused. It's just amazing. And like we hope that we can help other beautiful souls and even inspire you to share your story. Call I, back also, power. I also just want to say that after the light language and the Reiki, um, you'll benefit a lot from drinking a lot of water. Mm-hmm. And also um, any healing Sorry. that comes up, you may feel teary within like instantly or the next couple of days. It's just your body is clearing and there's always a physical element to healing. So mm-hmm. whether it's burping, whether it's worrying, whether it's crying, sweating, whatever it is, um, just allow it to happen. Um, but again, just just to warn you of that and um, water will help keep grounded and hydrated as well. Definitely beautiful. Beautiful Queen, thank you for mentioning that. I was just going to mention I actually drink a lot of um, water <laughs> from a protected source because um, that is another thing after the light language, especially like that. You don't really think too much into it. You don't think it's going to have like much of an effect on your body, but it actually does. So mm. it is really important to keep hydrated after receiving that because, again, your DNA is rewiring and healing on a cellular level, especially with the Reiki also, Queen, is it? Yeah. Mm. Because so, when uh, you think about it, your chakra points are um, after being cleansed. And yeah. I'm, I'm seeing like the little, do you remember the golden threads that I told you about and like the crystals? I'm seeing that sort of mm-hmm. like happening again, which is beautiful. Uh, Amazing. Yeah. Well, it was amazing thank you so much beautiful queen i can't wait for the next podcast and we are sending you all love and light and remember check my beautiful soul queen out over on the links that i mentioned earlier on thank you and thank you um for your shout outs and your work and thank you to everyone who listens it really does mean a lot and thank you for sharing this journey with us i'm thankful and grateful to be a part of this collaboration and for (laughs) um being a channel for the love and light and guidance as well oh thank you queen i appreciate it so much And we will be back soon, beautiful souls. Love and light. Namaste.